All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lion Bolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest in Future Titan for today, I'm so excited, absolutely honored and thrilled from Austin, Texas, none other than Jay Papazan. Now, Jay, it's an honor and a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is great. And I know the audience is super excited, really just to learn from one of the best and brightest minds in the real estate world. So Jay, without further ado, this is the lightning round. So it's a little bit different for everybody out there who's been a long time over all these years with Real Estate Titans. It's a couple questions. It's a little bit shorter form than, than in the past. However, we'll go wherever this conversation goes. I'm just excited to chat with you. So uh, I guess let's just start with the first question, which is really just introducing yourself and letting everybody know who you are, what you do, why you do it, that sort of thing. Sure. Um, I guess you could say I'm the accidental real estate professional. Um, my Most of my early life, I knew I was going to be doing something that involved um, writing. That's always been one of my passions, my go-to. Okay. And after uh, graduating from college, I went and lived abroad. I was a translator there in France for a while. Wow. Got a graduate degree in New York City. Um, went into publishing and met my wife. And this is kind of where I take a left turn. Obviously, everything got better after I met my my wife, Wendy oh, Papazian. Good man. Um, good definitely man. the best move I ever made. Yeah. Um, right before my 30th birthday, we got hitched in upstate New York. Wow, and wow. then we started, we both love travel. <laughs> and we both started talking about where we might live because in publishing in New York, it's a high prestige job, but you just don't make much money. There's like a line of people with a PhD that'll take your job for less because they love books. Wow. And so fun job, passionate job, very hard to live in New York City on. Hmm. And we just kicked it around. I'm originally from the South hmm. and we were looking at Asheville, North Carolina. And she said, I love Austin, Texas. Um, so after this, like we did this extended five month backpacking honeymoon where we just like I our first night of our honeymoon, I, we slept on a park bench. Oh, so wow. I knew she was a keeper then. She's rough and tumble, right? That's a good one. That's a good one there, Jay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but we did our adventure and then we ended up in Austin, Texas without mm -hmm. jobs. And wow. we fell in love with the city. This was in 2000. Okay. Um, I did a little freelance writing. I'd moved from being a book editor to kind of a freelance magazine article writer, travel writer. Mm -hmm. And Eh, I wasn't very good at it. I wasn't, I had not yet had a mentor who taught me to lead Jen. Wow. So I had a limited scope of work. And in the first like seven or eight months of working that year, I'd made maybe 15 grand. So I was wow, not contributing Jay. much to our new family. Okay. Um, but I had a couple of high profile publications that I could point to. But mm -hmm. Wendy basically came home and said, go get a job. Okay. And she was right. Um, I was doing decent work. It was going to be a long journey to be a full-time, really good professional, you know, magazine writer. Wow. And I needed, I'm an introvert. I needed to go out and meet people. So I applied for and got a job as a newsletter writer in a very small regional real estate firm called Keller Williams Realty. Okay. So let's just go back in time. A lot of your <laughs> listeners right now, Keller Williams today, sure. but in 2000, it was September 3rd. So I just passed my 20th anniversary. Wow. Um, it was 27 employees. Hmm. Back then, Mo Anderson was our CEO. And there were 6,700 agents worldwide. And I think we were in all but 14 states. Wow. We were in Canada. So we called ourselves hmm. Keller Williams International. Sure, that was it. 
It counts. It counts. Yeah, it counts. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of a small thing. And mm -hmm. within about, I don't know, 18 months or so, I bumped into about four different jobs. Mm -hmm. I was like, I thought this was the craziest place I'd ever worked. Wow. Um, you know, sales, like I had to take behavioral assessments. They knew what my disc profile was. Hmm. I thought it was like a covert operation for the CIA or something. Um, <laughs> little did you know, little did you know, Jay. <laughs> I know, I know. But uh, then I discovered Gary was going to write a book. Wow. And I had a publishing background. So hmm. I literally bumped into him in the bathroom hmm. and said, Gary, I hear you're writing a book. Did you know I used to work in publishing? Wow. And he kind of gave me a look and said, hmm. come into my office and uh, he laid out a vision at that time. This is like the fall of 2000 for writing 14 books. Wow. And he started pitching them to me, right? Because he's a sales guy. Sure. And he pitches me the millionaire real estate agent. Hmm. And I remember I told him, you've got a company. You got lots of reasons to get behind it. If you're really, really successful, you'll sell 50,000 copies. Wow. And I'd worked on some big bestsellers in New York. I was okay. very fortunate to have a great, had a great mentor there. Um, so I kind of undersold that book just a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah. but he laid out five books that he hmm. wanted to build a vision, you know, for that book. And one hmm. of them was a book called body for life. It was a weightlifting book. Okay. One was Mia Hamm, the soccer players go for the goal. Hmm. Um, good to great. Wow. Um, I believe the millionaire next door and one other book I can never remember. Okay. But two of those books I had worked on at HarperCollins. Unreal. And I showed him my name. And so like, I pretty much got the job. Okay. And I had about 30 days to write a business plan. Hmm. And then in 90 days, we wrote the millionaire real estate agent with Dave Jinks, who's legendary teacher and trainer himself. For sure. And I was along for the ride then, right? I was a writer <laughs> that had been working in real estate at the franchise headquarters for, you know, 18 to 20 months. Wow. Um, but these guys were legends and I just soaking it in. And I was writing about 14 pages a day. They would review it. We wrap it up and we self-published that first year and we were off to the races. So that's right. kind of my origin story. Yeah. I would have never, ever imagined in my life I would work anywhere for 20 years. Hmm. Um, but Gary's a pretty cool mentor, um, pretty awesome partner. We now own businesses together. Wow. Um, he is my boss. I'm still an employee in the company. I run our learning department. Mm -hmm. um, but we've written multiple best-selling books, the last of which was The One Thing, which I think is how we met each other. Yes. Um, and the common theme of all of them is trying to help people be better at what they do. Mm -hmm. And that's really my passion. Um, I really get excited when someone will say, because I read your book or I went to your class, this happened in my life. Wow. And Gary and I share that passion. He's at his heart. He's a coach and a trainer. Mm -hmm. And if we know that what we're doing is making an impact, that gets us up and gets us going. Jay, that's huge. And again, I love the origin story for anybody out there who didn't know that that path in your life, I think is fantastic. And again, you're looking at, you know, 20 plus years of learning with some of the best and brightest. And obviously, you you in turn becoming that for the community and the industry. So I, this next question, I think, is really exciting for everybody to tuning in right now, whether you're watching or listening. Uh, I, I think it comes down to growth. And you had mentioned the one thing, and I think that that's a really good segue into, you know, if you could advise anybody who's watching or listening to this, real estate professionals out there, whether they're top of their field or they're just starting out, you know, what advice would you give if, if it's systems or if it's implementing anything or, or really what have you seen over all your years that has really helped grow and scale? What, what takeaways would you give from the one thing or from, from anything? 
So starting in that summer of 2002, when we wrote the book, and um, I've had the privilege of, you know, three to four times a year, sometimes more, like last, this last year, it was almost every month, Hmm. I get to work with Gary and mastermind with the top, call it 150 agents in our system. Love it. You know, I started when there were 6,700. Today, there's about 175,000 in 50 countries. And so you talk about a gift. Just Mm -hmm. this is one of the most entrepreneurial industries you can work in. Hmm. It's very easy to get into real estate. Sure. It's very challenging to be at the top level of real estate. Well said. Um, Our, uh, I guess the concentration, the last time I looked, the top 10% did more than 50% of all sales. Wow. Hmm. And if you go to the top 5%, it's going to really, you're going to see a massive concentration of the home sales are really focused on these few. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know, this last year we have three people um, that have built teams that have sold more than 3,000 wow. homes Thank in you. the year of COVID. That's ridiculous. 3,000. I know. I know. It, it blows my mind. Yeah. Um, so that's the context. So this is not Jay's ideas. What it is, is I, I love to look for patterns. Okay. And so the really crazy thing, we've seen this in multiple books. It, it showed up in the one thing and we mm-hmm. went outside of real estate. We were talking to titans of industry. Love that. But for the millionaire real estate agent, the millionaire real estate investor, when you get to the top 1%, hmm. not the top 20 even, but the top 1% of any group, hmm. what they're doing is remarkably similar. Hmm. Like that is the okay. thing that Average is kind of defined by you can do it just about any way you want. Hmm. The extraordinary is often defined by a very narrow set of things that you have to do. Hmm. And what's nice about that is success isn't nearly as complicated as people make it out to be. I love that. It's a handful of things, Hmm. but it doesn't mean it's easy either. Hmm. So not being complicated is not the same as being easy. Well said. And so I guess the, the main things, we talk about this in the one thing, mm-hmm. the one thing in real estate sales, a lot of people don't like this answer is going to be legion. Okay. If you can show up every day and I don't care how you do it. Mm-hmm. If you do open houses, if you do Facebook marketing, if you are dialing the phone and calling your sphere or you're knocking on doors with a mask and stepping back six feet, I don't care. Right. The people that operate at the top, they've never abandoned that. Mm-hmm. And they, Every single day, they know that they have to do some minimum standard and everyone on their team does, sure. or they don't get to keep playing. Wow. And that's a part of their championship caliber. You know, you talk about, um, you know, Tom Brady or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, he might throw 40 passes in a, in a football game, but he probably threw 400 in practice that week. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. They get their reps in and mm-hmm. when they show up and they get to sit in front of a client or their people do, They know how to perform. They know what to say. They do their script and role play practice. So there's just a pattern. So Mm -hmm. I could look at their calendars and they would have a lot of similarities depending on whether, honestly, the difference would be, are they still meeting with buyers and sellers? Mm -hmm. Are they just meeting with sellers or do they have people that do both of those things? That's the only difference in their calendars. But fundamentally, you're going to see they're going to do script and role play. Mm -hmm. Even at the highest levels, they never forget that our art form is our words. Wow right? How we say things matters in this industry. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you're a script bot. Right. I can't stand that stuff. <laughs> it's about listening and knowing if you have a script internalized, you're not thinking about what to say. Right. You're listening and then you know what to say already. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a very different thing. Sure. So it allows you to really be present and listen. So they script and role play with their teams. Mm. 
They do whatever their lead gen thing is and they do it daily. Wow. And that's kind of it. Now I could go into lots and lots of detail, but when you do those two things, it forces you to deliver the service, right? Mm -hmm. So there people will complain, oh, they do so much business. They're not as good as I am. I'm going to argue with you. They may have a specialist that does parts of your job better than you can imagine because they can afford it and they get leverage and they offer more and more services and they, Mm -hmm. They're building really big businesses over time and they're succeeding through other people, but that foundation doesn't change whether they're doing it or the team's doing it. Um, And they just have a, I want to say an abundant mindset. Um, They ask not whether something's possible, they just ask how. Right. And over time, that muscle of thinking big for yourself and others, Hmm. it just gets stronger. It just gets stronger. Jay, I, I love the direction that you're going with it, with this thought process. And again, just that first beautiful, uh, you know, idea that your thought process is, is really looking at it from the standpoint of repetition and, and putting the time in and over periods of time, doing the right work, putting in the right amount of action, you know, through guidance is going to make it happen. But ultimately, I just I love that idea. You mentioned Tom Brady, any athlete, any musician, any business professional, they, they put all the work in. It's all the time and effort and work before you get to the game. Championships are won before they even start. It's the same thing, uh, art of war, right? It's the same principle yeah. that applies. And, and I, I love the fact that you're mentioning that. And I, I think that a lot of people that are listening to what you're saying, they know it's true. But the, the big equalizer that's breaking it down is, are they willing to put the time and effort? Are they willing to be consistent over long periods of time? And I'm hearing all these beautiful thoughts and, and what you're saying, this is truth. You're, you've literally experienced this. You're around these incredible people. It, it's, it's not that much different. And again, going back to what you're saying, and it's kind of cliche, but what is it? The, um, the extraordinary, the difference between, you know, ordinary and extraordinary is a little extra. And, and that's really what it is. It's just that little extra amount of effort now working the competition and being consistent. I think that's huge, Jay. I mean, that's, that's big. It's not that they're working longer hours. Like I look at Gary, he's really smart. Um, He's very committed. He loves his job. He shows up. He loves to talk to real estate agents after all these years, man. Awesome. It's crazy, but he's really passionate about real estate. And when he jokes, he's like, I'm going to put realtor on my gravestone. (laughs) Right. And I'm just like, you know, he probably will. There's a lot Uh, of things you could put there, but that's probably going to be there. Um, He's still passionate about what he does. Hmm. But I would just look up and say, uh, the last time we did the research, um, our top 100 teams, hmm. I think 80% of all of their business came from just four sources of leads. Okay. So again, it's not that you have to do all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's that you have to do a handful of things pretty well. Okay. And if you show up every day and you do a little, it adds up. A lot of people look up and they see, look at that Greg guy. Like he does this podcast and he does it all the time. <laughs> they don't know is that this is episode 202. Right. Go back and I'm sure if we look at episode two, some of the ingredients were there, but it's not gelling yet. It's a little Actually, rough. It's a little yeah. rough, Jay. I'm not, I'm not going to pretend. <laughs> I had a, a, a mentor, one of my coaches. Uh, I'm trying to think if it was Abe Shreve, who's my current coach, or if it was Sajik before him. Um, one of my coaches basically told me I was, I was worried. I was stepping into a new role. Mm-hmm. And like everyone else, I was like, oh, the learning curve, right? Sure, I'm sure. Stale. I'm not, you know, I have all the same psychic worries that everybody else does uh-huh. and life changes and you have to evolve. Right. And he just said, Jay, don't worry about it. Go back. And uh, he asked me to go back and watch the first few episodes of Seinfeld because it's the uh-huh. most successful 
show that was ever on TV, right? And if you watch those first episodes, all the characters are there. Right. But it isn't quite gelling yet. Hmm. And it takes, like I did this, we just went back, our COVID project was to watch The Office because we'd never seen it. Okay. And I can tell you, it takes a whole season. That's a brilliant show. Yeah, it really is. But it takes a whole season for it to kind of come together. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a growth curve. So just don't, I'm talking about what the top, top people do. Right. You don't have to look up and see that person in your office or in your town that is doing a thousand transactions. Hmm. That's where you can go. Everyone can go there. But it's that same foundation. Are you willing to do a handful of things Hmm. and commit to doing them every week? And you're going to fail some days. Sure. You get up the next day and go right back at it. Hmm. Just if you can keep it simple, people would be surprised how big their business will be if they just do some minimum every day and stay in business. I mean, honestly, just stay in business. (laughs) Because in seven years, those people are going to sell their home that you just help them buy. Right. And we know statistically almost 80% of them will use you again. You just have to still be in business and talk to them. Right. (laughs) And we see that in the numbers because we have all this data. Like every year that you're in business, there's this wave that's catching up to you. Wow. And it's all your past clients that love you. And when you call them and you're worried, am I going to bug them? They're like, Greg, what's up? Right. Yeah. And the wave that kind of builds, it is, uh, we have an amazing opportunity in real estate. That's one of the reasons I'm still here. Wow. I'm a book nerd. I could have gone off and done publishing stuff a long time ago. Sure. But it's a crazy, wonderful entrepreneurial opportunity where people with a high school degree are not even sometimes right. are multimillionaires uh-huh. because they are committed to delivering great service. And in order to do that, they've made a commitment to do their one thing, right? Which is the legion. Jay, I, I absolutely love everything that you mentioned and more. I know everybody out there, they can feel the energy and the passion that's coming out of you. And this information is incredible. I, I want to tie that into kind of a segueing into wrapping everything up with this. It, it ends up being, you and I kind of chatted before we went live here, but uh, there's so many professionals that are really looking to next year already sure. into 2021. So anybody out there who's on this um, you know, podcast right now, if you're listening or watching, what are your thoughts on next year? Uh, what advice would you give as far as planning that out? Um, you know, how can they kind of get a hold of you for for goal setting and like looking at your retreat possibly? What's going on with that? So um, one of the really great things about the one thing, there's a framework in there. We call it goal setting to the now. Okay. And it's how you can look out into the future and have a really big goal. Like I want to be number one in my market. I want to be number one, whatever, like something that's going to take a lot longer than a year to accomplish for most of us. Sure. And how to break that down into what you do this year, this month, this week, right? So there's a framework. Um, so I would just tell people right now, like this year of COVID has been crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do believe that next year, there's going to be a lot of opportunity Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I always talk to when we, and I've learned this from Gary, I say, I always talk, we always talk about mm-hmm. is if you have a gold sell hundred, 200 homes next year, okay. there will be that many homes that sell in your market. I guarantee wow. you, I don't mm-hmm. care what market it is. There will be, the question is, will you be the person representing those buyers or sellers? Uh-huh. So even if the market falls in half, we just have to work harder to get our unfair share. So I would tell people, you're going to be setting your goals for next year. What you're doing today, though, is already laying the foundation for January. Mm -hmm. So whether you know it or not, you're already into 2021. Yeah. 
And the number one thing I would just encourage people to do, and we didn't preview this, is I think people should be looking at their reserves. Okay. If you don't have one month's reserve set aside, make a goal to get that as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. And then get three. And I will tell you in my wife and I's business, she has a runs our big real estate team. Um, last year they did, I think, 2.2 million in GCI and about wow. 250 homes. Wow. Um, hmm. We have six months reserves. Love that. Because no matter what happens in the market, we wanted to have the financial flexibility, one, mm-hmm. to make sure that our staff were secure. Mm-hmm. And two, that if there was an opportunity, whether it be an income property we could buy mm-hmm. or a person that was suddenly a free agent that we could attract, sure. we would have that. So a reserve will help you sleep at night. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage you, if you're in one of these hot markets with two months inventory, start setting, make hay while the sun shines for sure, but let's set some aside. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what you and I kind of talked about briefly is I would encourage people to pick a weekend, okay, get with their significant other and step out of your life and plan for next year. Um, my wife and I've been doing this for 14 years. We had wow. kids that were 16 months apart. Um, I, she was launching her career. I was in the middle of mine wow. and it was tough. And one of them was colicky. We were just, you know, like a lot of young couples dealing sure. with it from all sides. And she's the one who said, let's go on a retreat. Hmm. Just like a business executives do this, right? It's the best right. practice. Sure. Step out of your day to day, get some perspective on your life hmm. and invest in where you're going. And I would just say, entrepreneurs, right? That's who you are. That's who I'm talking to, right, right. Greg? We're right. entrepreneurs. Um, it's a little bit like a roller coaster and it's thrilling. Mm-hmm. You know, we go up, we go down, we go through the loop-de-loops and mm-hmm. running your own business is exhilarating. It's exciting. Um, most of us are highly focused, right? We have trouble being present sometimes right. at the dinner table, maybe yes. putting our phone away because we're driven to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, the challenge is our spouses, those other people in our mm-hmm. lives they're on the roller coaster with us. Yeah. But if you're not building your goals with them, if you're not planning the future with them, it's like they have a blindfold on. And sure. imagine how that would feel to be riding a roller coaster with a blindfold on. Tough. Not. Yeah. So it's an investment in the partnership. I promise you, Wendy and I both run multiple businesses. Hmm. The massive key to us was to get on the same page. And frankly, it's one of the things I look forward to most every year. Wow. Because- you know, it's nice not to have to walk the dog. It's nice not to have to drop the kids off. <laughs> sure. We have to pay for an overnight babysitter or get a friend to help us out. Whatever you have to do, family, whatever, mm-hmm. find a way to step out. It's not about getting on a plane and going to Tahiti. We've about half the years, we've just gotten on Priceline and found the cheapest hotel room we could find. Wow. Treat ourselves to a nice dinner. And then the next day, get out our laptops and say, where are we going, honey? Okay. And that's fun and it's exciting. And I just want to encourage people next year, who knows? I mean, after this year, we started with murder hornets and we got a global <laughs> pandemic. Right. I mean, we have the fires, we have floods and hurricanes. We're on our fifth hurricane now. That's I crazy. mean, what else is going to happen? So yeah. let's just go ahead and get our plan and get the people that matter most on board with us. Hmm. So that no matter what happens, we're in it together and we're ready to, to brave the storm together. Uh, I, I think that's crucially important for everybody to hear, Jay. And again, there's so many, uh, you know, pieces of advice that are peppered throughout that. And I think it's, it's really, really great that you do have, um, I believe it's the kick-ass guide is what that is. I mean, for people to kind yeah, of go if you'll share the link. We have a, if they just Google the, the kick-ass guide to a couple's goal setting retreat, we have a free resource okay. um, over the years. So many people 
found out or heard about me and Wendy doing this. Hmm. And we, we started by creating a Word document and then it was a Google sheet. Hmm. And then we're like, gosh, we have to like build this into our business. And we made it like a PDF on our website. Hmm. And we've shared that to literally thousands of people that have done this and reported back. Oh, and wow. um, if they go to the website at the one thing too, um, I think it's the one thing.com set my goals. We okay. actually host a, for the last three years, we've hosted a goal setting retreat. We'll do it virtually this year. Okay. Um, but it's a chance for us to walk you through the framework. Wow. Um, but I just want people to do it. So yeah. I gave you the formula. If you want more, go get the resource. Yeah. And if you really want a lot more, we hope you'll join us. Um, that'll be the second and third weeks of November if this is out next. Okay. Yeah, it will. I mean, it's live right now and it'll be out to everybody on every format in less than 24 hours. So I'll make sure I have the links in the comments down below as always. So everybody can, you know, dive in deep to the content and really, uh, you know, engage with you, Jay. And I'll have all your, your media as well so that people can really follow you. And I encourage everybody to do that. Please follow Jay on every platform and really learn from, from this man. It's just an absolute honor. I'm going to see a lot of pictures of my dog Taco and my kids. So. <laughs> I love that. That's the real life, Jay. That's the real yeah. stuff right there. We're all there with you. But uh, Jay, again, it's been an absolute honor and a thrill, a pleasure to have you on the show. And, and I can't thank you enough. You are an official real estate titan, my friend. So I need to dub that. That is official. Uh, it is definitely a thing there. So again, thanks so much, Jay. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And everybody out there, thank you as always for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like here what we're doing with Real Estate Titans, please don't forget to like and subscribe as usual. I do need to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Lionbolt Media. If you are in the real estate space and you're looking to grow and scale your business digitally, visit lionboltmedia.com. They're talking about really dominating your market space digitally and increasing the lead generation, which Jay was talking about in one form or fashion digitally. And then really looking at it for cultivating and nurturing those leads to convert to closed transactions. Brand awareness and closed transactions are really what you're looking for. Visit lionboltmedia.com. Uh, we are live here every Tuesday afternoon on Real Estate Titans, and this is the lightning round. So just everybody know the new format. Hopefully everybody likes it. We listened. We try to give you guys what you want, um, and we'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Jay. Thank you.